Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 28 of People of Azeroth. Thank you for joining. Thanks for listening. Um, I am, I'm Juno, and I am joined by some returning guests. We have got Dane and Jamie. Thank you both for joining us. Yeah, happy to be back. Uh, it's my pleasure. Hell yeah. We are going to discuss BWL today. Uh, that's the plan. Now, it's going to be a little bit of a different episode than usual because uh, we won't be doing the interview segment and we won't be doing the questions at the end because both of our guests have already done that you can find them on episode 4 and 13 of people of azeroth um so let's start off and talk about um bwl um in terms of the rollout when it arrived uh for both you guys with your guilds did you feel it was it was well and truly uh, well and truly time after having Oni and MC on farm for a, for a long time. I'm sure you guys are really hyped to have BWL drop. Um, why don't you go first, Jamie? Oh, yeah, we had had MC on farm for a while and we had like split raids. Um, yep. So that was, I guess, like, I guess we were getting a little bored with it. So I think it was pretty well timed. Um, yeah. And I, like we were able to get Nefarian down after like two raid sessions, so about six hours total. So Oh, wow, that's really week. good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, what about you guys uh, doing it over there on the EU side? Yeah. So can I first ask something? Uh, yes, Jamie. What kind of guild do you lead? Is you're the guild leader, I assume? But is it is it like a hardcore guild or is it like semi hardcore? Yeah, I'd say semi hardcore casual. Okay, so basically the same kind of guild as as the fellowship, I suppose. Um, so uh, good. Well. Basically the same the same uh, things Jamie said, except yep. at first I thought it came a little bit early, uh, BWL, okay. I mean. Now, um, when they announced it, that was really early, but then the, the time of actual release um, felt really late. <laughs> Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, when they announced it, I was like, oh, oh already, uh, we still, I still need a lot of loot in Molten Core. Um, but then, well, the weight built it up, and I was really happy when BWL launched um, finally. So yeah. I, I guess it's well timed. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, I think a lot of people felt that way. I mean, it was even when you'd watch the streams of people, it's like you know, initially it's like you know, MC raid, like all caps. People are hyped, and then you see by the end, it's just like raiding MC tonight. <laughs> you know, just it's so dull. Everyone was over it, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a lot better as the as more and more content like this comes out because I think as soon as you're into these raids, it was less of what people were able were, were able to do previously. I think a lot of people like would have seen MC and Oni before, so um, think, maybe sorry, I, maybe I back in the of, day. I think part of the worry is that people just want Classic to go on as long as possible, so they're just concerned that oh, this is coming out so early, they're going to try to rush yeah. all the raids and then get TBC Classic out. So like we actually had the same kind of like conversation in the officers. Um, that it was going to be too soon. Like, yep. I think it was like a month or two before it was announced. But like when we actually did it, it did not feel too soon at all. So I think yeah. they've been pretty good with the release schedule. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, to say something positive about Blizzard, I think they have actually got that right. And I think they handled the phase, the phase two, the PVP side was a bit, bit scuffed. But then uh, to do the sort of 2.5 launch, bringing the BGs in, 
completely completely fix that open world PvP um, problem, if you call it that. So, um, what do you think, Dean? Uh, yeah, well, phase two came, in my opinion, way too early. Not okay. be, not because of PvP per se, but because of uh, Dire Mold release. I yep. think I was level 58 or something when phase two hit, so I wasn't 60 yet, or just 60, something like that, and I was doing the endgame tensions. Um, and then already Dire Mold came out, so that, that was kind of uh, annoying for me personally. I didn't level really quickly or something, but I think I, I leveled like an, an average player uh, would level yeah. or even above average, maybe, so uh, if you consider you... total population. Yeah, go on, go on. Uh, did you do Dharma before you did MC then? Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. I did. Well, did I? Um, I think so, maybe in the same week or the same day. I did have to listen back. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I I did MC at level fifty six, so probably. Oh no, shit, dude! Did you? Yeah, but my guild was, or part of yeah. my guild was already clearing it, so um, I leveled. Ass. Yeah, I leveled slowly in comparison with uh, some of my guild members. Yeah, you were enjoying that leveling experience, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Also, the the time when the game actually released wasn't perfect either. But um, I, I yeah, if I true. if I would do it again, I would still level quite slowly. I, I guess I always need like ten days at least to to hit level sixty. Ten days plate, I mean. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I'm the same dude for sure to do it the way that I like to do it. Um, but we talked about this before. I've talked about it with other guests. I actually, in fact, I asked Melder on this. Um, the game, you know, wow, can it, it you know especially at launch, the game played properly. It should be a marathon. We're here for a long time. This is going to, we've been playing this game for two years or something like that. Um, so it should be to don't, you know, to not rush, to take your time and get to 60. But it seems that if you do, you can really find yourself behind the pack so much. So it's sort of, it's the best way to describe it, I think, is it's kind of like a sprint at the start. And then it goes into a marathon, I think, if you want to stay with the pack and stay on top of that content. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of agree. The thing is, it, it gave me a little bit of stress early on to uh, keep yeah. up the pace, and that's a part I didn't like. And also, the queues um, didn't help in that either. Oh, uh, yeah. so, but <laughs> that's far behind us right now, I guess. It um, is, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, I've Jake. noticed that that's been particularly bad in terms of like end game dungeons. Like everyone was, and their mom was running it in the beginning, and then once everyone hit sixty, like it's really hard to find groups now. And you have to like pay for groups sometimes, which is just really yeah. Unfortunate. I have seen that, which is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. People are paying for ta or t tanks, and people are paying for groups. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's right. It's a distant. It is a distant memory. The queues and some of the negative aspects of the game initially um, being those those queue times. I know some servers have had queues back, but for the most part, queues are gone. And um, and layering, dude, layering's in the past. You know, it's not even nobody talks about it anymore. You know, for something that was a huge issue for the player base true but there's it's still a little bit in the game as the, the server caps are still way higher than they were yep. in, in the actual vanilla so yeah uh, yeah let's not go into that <laughs> <laughs> you still got your issues with it day to day don't you do. oh man um what i would like to talk about i would just remembered i hadn't um now i don't know if either one of you guys know but in terms of the patches, so we've talked about um, 112 itemization that we've got now. So the players are at their strongest um, um, during the vanilla's uh, life cycle. Do you guys remember when BWL dropped originally? How far through 
um, the sort of like what patch was that? Where were the talents and and where were we at then in terms of the player's strength? Jimmy, uh, do you mean actual vanilla? Yeah, like actual vanilla. Where would oh. we have been? Yeah, where would we where have I, been now? I have no idea. I didn't play vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> I started in Wrath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I was just curious whether I just mean in terms of the fact of the difficulty now compared to compared to then. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm sure it was much more difficult um, yeah. considering it came before the talent adjustments. I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure how early in the game it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's something. Yeah, I I played uh, before BWL actually launched in vanilla, um, oh, okay. and I was in the molten core guild when BWL launched. Um, yeah. I can just look up the patch of course, but I think it was one point five. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. One point five. I th- yeah, I think so. We, we should probably just look it up. But anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> I know that my warrior talents changed because it was yep. the first class that actually changed together with warlock. I think. Um, yep. And I, yeah, I played warrior. So, but many of the classes didn't change yet. And yeah, um, yeah, it came. It, came in, in, in there was always like a class patch you know the first yep. was warlock and warrior and then it was singular oh. classes that changed so it i got you yeah so that's what that's what i was thinking is um I, you know, I want to talk about the the jump in difficulty um how would you guys describe it in comparison to mc and oni uh going into bwl it is a jump in difficulty isn't it well yeah, I guess so, but not uh, as big as I would have liked it to be. To be honest, okay. but the thing is, we we looked forward um, once it was announced, at least um, for a long time, to BWL, and then we actually came there and we cleared it basically like like Jamie in in about six hours, I would say six really? hours, maybe. Yeah, and the first time we really uh, dig deep in, in the strategy. So before every boss, yep. it was like 15 minutes strategy talk. And what do we do? Oh, really? That, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Super professional, yeah. So Well, <laughs> kind of, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown, uh, especially the second part, in my opinion. Um, we cleared the first four bosses the first day and then we did yep. the the last four the second day and the last four um we wiped once at chromagus and yep. that's it so yeah i i yeah. expected more i didn't more. clear pwl in vanilla um i yep. kept on wiping back then on fails trash and now yep. we basically one shot two or max max four tries and then everything was dead what about you, Jamie? What did you think of the the difficulty, in, in, you know, in comparison to those other raids, or is it just at the? Well, actually, you just just go. What do you think? Um, I would say that like it has a much steeper learning curve than Molten Core. Um, yeah. And it's it's a lot more like spiky and stressful, just because like I'm a main tank healer, and like they will die in like a second. So it's just you have oh, really? to like kind of yeah, you have to um, I guess coordinate with your other um, raid members a lot more than you have to in Molten Core. Um, okay yeah so there's like so there's, there's more reliance on teamwork and like people talking to each other and like knowing yep. what they're doing versus like in molten core you can kind of like make up for that and like kind of carry the rest of the team if they're like under leveled or whatever you can't really do that in blackwing layer at least not yeah. yet for us <laughs> i guess it's true for for like uh phil's and um 
Firema? What's the fourth boss? Firema, yeah. Fire yeah. You know, it's funny. I actually feel like Firema is like the most difficult boss in BWL, yeah. at least for us right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Um, so for those, I, I agree on that. But for the others, I will. I think we we never ever wiped on Razor Gore, and um, I think we probably wiped once on uh, what's the boss called after the third one after the suppression room i don't remember the, the names because i never yeah. played, well, oh, i never lord? killed fail stress back in the day so it's, it's kind of new. i think it, it's brute lord right? yeah so we, we wiped once on that thing and that well basically fire ma is is the hardest and fail stress sometimes yeah 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 so it's a combination i guess of needing more coordination uh, and teamwork um in addition to there's there is more mechanics i mean i know now everybody knows the mechanics but um but definitely more mechanics than MC. Um, that's for sure, isn't it? I guess, uh, but not for the, the fifth and the, the sixth boss. Those two dragons, yeah. they are, well, easy. I, yeah. Honestly, I feel like the second part of, of BWL is easier than multi-core, to be honest. I don't see any problem with and Chrome Magus is, we, like I said, we white ones on, on it. Um, it's not a hard fight, really. Yeah. is also really really easy <laughs> i don't know yeah. i expected a lot from it because i never did it and it was all legendary and mythical to me and well then... that's it for me honestly that's where i'm at because i'm thinking i just remember back in the day i remember it just being um yeah just talked about as such a big jump in difficulty compared to doing mc and i guess you probably just have to cast your mind back and think of what people had like they, they weren't operating off the the 112 talent um and you know and people just didn't really know Imagine yeah. when it dropped. It. Imagine if it dropped at first for people actually figuring it out. There would have been some serious head heads bashing against walls, dude. Figuring that deal out back then, wouldn't it? I think so. Yeah. Well, I, I stopped trading because uh, wiping on fail stress was <laughs> stressful on <laughs> my warrior. So. Oh god, it's so different now, dude. Isn't it? It's so different. You it actually is. would have liked to see it a little bit harder. I would like like would like to see that. Yeah, but. Well, yeah. it's not going to happen right now. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see going forward, though, because I spoke to um, I think it was one of my other, my other guests, Taladrill and Ale, had said to me that um, it will be AQ forty will be the first thing that really tests skills, and then and then Nax. Um, so. Yeah, and that'll it will be super interesting because I don't know whether post Nax it'll be post Nax launch it'll be interesting to see what what kind of conversation we're having, whether we are talking about it as it. If, if it's just nightmare difficulty or whether we're going to be sitting here and people are going to say, oh, man, I heard so much about Nax, I thought it was going to be a nightmare. And whether the player base considers it e not easy, but easier than they had expected. It will be super interesting. That's a question, right? Um, the thing is, I, I expect AQ40 to be a little bit easier than we expect. And I think Nax okay. will, be, will be right on uh, what we expect. The thing is, uh, once Nax came out, the itemization was also on point. So um, while people in BWL and Molten Core were running around in the wrong gear, uh, for example, Paladins were running around in two <laughs> sets back in the day, they are not doing that right now. But if you're in Nax, you, you cannot really be in the wrong gear, right? Because yeah. the itemization in Nax is really good. So um, yeah. I think the difficulty will also be, uh, well, I think it will be on point. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of gear, what are the gear drops like out of BWL? You guys getting anything spicy? Any nice drops? Our first round, I got Locomir. I was so excited. 
Oh, the really? The healing mace. Yeah, from the, the healing mace. Badass on the first run. Yeah. Sorry about that. You go first. <laughs> uh. Um. I mean, I was just excited about that one because I'm a healer, but um, we've gotten some other really good ones like the Staff of uh, Shadow Flame, we got the Tear, we got uh, the Tempered Sword, um, some other ones, I don't know. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. So, Lokamir, uh, it actually dropped in our first trend too. The problem is nice. we use DKP, right? So, um, was it in our first run? Probably not. Oh, did yeah, you guys have a DKP was... reset? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we started over, but we, we allowed people to go into minus. It wasn't our second run because it was a second trade night. So anyway, it, it, it dropped the first time we killed Nefarian. And I just spent 5 DKP on some stupid tier 2 boots uh, because no one else <laughs> needed them. And yeah. I thought, okay, why not? And yeah. I ended up with 5 DKP um, short to uh, to be able to win Lokamir. So, no, yeah. dude, so you weren't able to get it? Exactly. Oh, I that's have the boots heartbreaking. Now. <laughs> you got these damn Wait. boots that are just going to sit there mocking you for the time you were able to get it. <laughs> I have good-looking boots, right? But you're not you're not playing a paladin, are you? I am. Oh, that's funny. Um, I was actually looking at the boots because I just got those. I think last raid, and I think they're actually worse than the Lawbringer ones, at least for for PvP. I was really disappointed when I saw the stats on them. They are shit, and many of they're the really bad. <laughs> yeah, many of the stats are, are really crap on tier two, but it just yeah. really looks so. Yeah. Oh shit! That, is that, that really it sucks, though. Apparently, it's good for retribution. So. Okay, not that the, well, there's rat. That's a whole other thing, though, isn't it? Jeez. Um, and do either one of you guys in the guild any thunder furies? <laughs> not no. yet. We have we have one binding. That's it. One. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We don't have any legendary. So yeah, we have one binding now. Um, we don't have antifragnos yet. We don't have oh. anything. Mm. We actually have had three eyes drop. We just had another eye like a few days ago. Um, and one of them was made into hammer. I think the second one would be too. I think one of them was vendored. So we oh, no shit. Vendor one? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting yeah. for that hammer for months now. Is that, that's what, that's what, that's <laughs> we have three of them. So <laughs> I feel like oh, RNG is just like laughing at us. Like, yeah, oh, you, just... you want a Thunder Fury? Well, here's three hand of rags. <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy, dude. Yeah. All we ever get is uh, the eye for um, benediction. Yes, yeah, for benediction. Um, so are you guys both still hitting MC on the regular then, or what? Are guild, are guilds going to start to drop that and Oni off as we as we progress through the the patches? Um, phases, MC still has some bis gear for certain classes, so we're yep. still running it in two groups just for that reason. But um, yep. I think that as more and more gets released, we're just not going to have time. Like we were talking about that amongst the officers, like trying to schedule these things, like because we have three raid nights a week, like three hours, and so like once yep. you start adding more, you just have to drop stuff, you know. So, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Most people are going to be doing it'll be a two to three night. Um, raid raids per week won't it so then i suppose as more comes out as we get we're not far away from getting zg so um so then yeah zg bwl and yeah drop something off i suppose well uh, yeah we have only two two raid nights um yep right now we still do molten core the plan is to keep doing it with zg and only do zg once a week to start yep. with and then hopefully we can do zg molten core on one day and then bwl zg on another day um yep. But yeah, once AQ join, uh, yeah, once AQ um, comes uh, around, then uh, we will have to drop molten core. 
but that's yeah. not a problem. I mean, uh, there is some biz gear for people, but we we can still do it on off days without TKP, I guess. How how long is a regular run in BWL? Um, we try to time it because we want to see if we can do ZG after it. And I think mm-hmm. last time, uh, let me oh, let me think about it. Last time it was um, two hours. Something okay, like two, that. Hours, two hours, yeah. ten minutes, something like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it is kind of long, huh? Um, or time consuming anyway, whereas you would be clearing. So what What people are doing Oni in what, like 20, 30 minutes, something? Alexia? Yeah. I mean, like 10 minutes. Is... 10, 10 minutes. <laughs> it's more yeah. like get, getting everyone there takes longer than actually doing Alexia. Than actually doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, say, so 10, 15 minutes in there. And what about MC? About an hour, hour and a, hour and a bit? Uh, no, for MC, we, we also have like two hours. MC is like 10 minutes shorter than BWL at the moment, but MC is, is a longer instance than BWL. I think in BWL, BWL we still um, wipe sometimes, and in MC, we don't. Well, usually. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So- I've heard of people doing all sorts of crazy, like this these this hunter, feign death, mob skipping, and all sorts of crazy shit going on in MC to try and um, improve, which try and improve their times, which I think is pretty interesting. Like, people are finding... I just never even thought of shit like that before. It's crazy what people are doing. Yeah, the hunter chain pulls make a huge difference. This is something we've actually been working on like this last week or two is just like yeah. cutting down our molten core down core time down. Um, yeah. I was really impressed with our guild. We went from like two hours to like an hour and fifteen minutes, like in That's just badass, like dude. just prioritizing time. Yeah. Um That's a lot so of it badass. Uh, yeah, I was so excited. Like a lot of it is just like people kind of standing around like drinking or talking or whatever. <laughs> just, like um, <laughs> If you actually pay attention, like you can get through the content pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, because the big but... thing is there's a lot of trash. There's a lot of trash in MC and there's travel time, isn't there? There's just that travel time. Uh, so any mobs, like if you can skip some of those larger packs, that's uh, that's super helpful. Yeah, for sure. So after, after doing so much MC and BWL, as we progress into some of the other raids, it's going to be good to get out of that mountain. I'm sure you guys are sick of this damn mountain, huh? <laughs> yeah, still like it. <laughs> you you know, still like it? Yeah. It'll be a nice change of pace, but also like it's the whole AQ like bug thing is I'm not really into the whole aesthetic. <laughs> you don't vibe with that? No, it's not your thing. Nope. No. So, okay. What about ZG the troll stuff? Eh, it's okay, I guess. Different. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a horde aesthetic. I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. But it's jungle, and since Triangle Torn is my favorite zone, I guess uh, CG will be will be fine. I only did CG like once, I think, back in the day, and I didn't even clear it, so um, I'm not really sure. It's not that exciting of a raid because it's yep. like catch up raid. It will be yep. will be nice to do something else. And same, well, same thing for AQ. It's AQ is not a catch-up raid, but AQ is like in between tier two and tier three. And yeah, you don't have those fancy-looking tier sets, which uh, yep. makes it a little bit less interesting. On the other hand, it's really, really mythical and legendary, like BWL used to be, because I never did yep. it. Um, yeah, but whether yeah. What, how how that turns out remains to be seen, doesn't it? Whether it yeah. is. Yeah. Whether it is yeah difficult or not, oh dude. But I'm um, really looking forward to AQ much more than to ZG, um, even though the aesthetics of CGs are probably way better. Yep, yep. Oh, the other thing actually with ZG is um, that's uh, twenty man, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So 
how how will you weave that in um how will you guys weave that in we just do two you just split the 40 um split your normal raid group and in, into two so we're doing like a really laissez-faire approach to zg we're just gonna let people do it on their own like hopefully within the guild but we're just gonna have like free rolling it's because it has a three-day reset timer um that's just too much for us to try to get every lockout gotcha gotcha so just let people within the guild kind of organize it cut put together a group yeah part of the problem is that we have a loot council so it's really difficult to start splitting and um it, it took a lot of time like in molten core to like split the groups and make sure that like everyone's in the right raid for like loot distribution and like class balance and all that kind of stuff yeah like it, you know we'd spend all this time every week splitting people up and we just can't do that like every three days it's too much. yeah no shit yeah understood so i'm um, just going to kind of let people do it in a in a casual kind of a way yep so uh, we try to do it uh once on a on a great day the first week and then probably twice um the weeks after if we can clear it fast enough and yep. uh the, the idea is to split up um the signups so it's probably going to be more than 40 in the beginning um split them up randomly so we don't end up with group a and group b and days they kind of separate from each other though we we kind of want to have random groups each week if possible we did the same thing with onyxia and it worked out yeah. we don't split molten core because i personally don't really like the split runs um i yeah. rather have the guild all together so it's more like a social thing yeah um so yeah, yeah, basically that, and we will we will use DKP for certain items, but not for all. We really talked uh, hours about uh, CG loot and, and how to. How oh, to so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. In terms of like lore and RP flavor, the the mountain Blackrock Mountain itself and BWL especially, it's it's super rich. Like, and, and as you said, Jamie, like from an alliance point of view, that's it's a really rich. Uh, rich in lore and story isn't it yeah um yeah it's something that i i read a lot of the warcraft novels and a lot yep. of the stuff like kind of weaves into the whole bwl um yeah i guess like bosses and stuff and it's just it's cool to see it in game um, yeah because like i kind of like went into the game like you know late in the expansions and like i had to kind of like do like digging to see like these character plot lines and like see where um deathwing came from and all this stuff so it's it's cool to see the roots of it in, in game yeah Deathwing before he was Deathwing. So, yeah, <laughs> yep. definitely. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. What about you, Dinadine? Oh, I'm really a lore noob. Um, but yep. what I can say, and it's probably totally unrelated, but I, I, I just like uh, being in Blackrock Mountain. I like all almost all the dungeons there. I think all yep. except uh, lower Blackrock Spire, which is yep. a little bit dull, but everything else is really nice, yep. and I, I, I can come back to them. Can I, can I just ask you a cheeky question real quick? Sure. Are you on a... Are you on a PvP server? Yeah, I am. Uh, so, and you like being in Blackrock Mountain? Uh, yeah, most of <laughs> the time. Like, yeah, yeah, but the thing is, um, we, we, we had a problem with the Horde guilds um, wiping us right before BWL once. Uh, but that's oh, because man. we usually lay, raid 30 minutes later than the rest of the server. So we, we yeah. go all alone and that's annoying. So now we just go uh, with, with all the other Alliance guilds and we don't have a problem anymore it's i think it's like five six guilds running together um, oh wow yeah. i guess yeah. all the the servers have different environments for that kind of stuff and it's usually not a problem for us when we're going there in raid but i know that anytime we try to run like lower 
level people through dungeons or whatever anytime we try to go to black rock mountain it's it's like a trip to go there because we get ganked and there's like 10 no, more just yeah. trying to get honor kills because they can't get in battleground queues like it's it's a nightmare because last time we spoke jamie we were talking about this this was ages ago this was way back before christmas and um that you were saying it was just it was chaos out there anytime you try and go anywhere and do anything you have to get roll with the full full team and you're you still mean? just death <laughs> yeah oh god you have to be prepared for sure. It's funny, Dune Dang, because like you say that it, you like being in there, and like I think I would too, because it's a really cool aesthetic and vibe, like being in like a mountain, all this magma, cool shit. Yeah. Like, um, but the actual experience of being in there <laughs> is not fun for me <laughs> <laughs> on my on White Main, the server that we're on. So. Well, at least the dungeons are fun and raids are. Yeah, the dungeons yeah. are great. What about world buffs though? If you are you guys on that basis, because it's difficult to get in, do you still like? Yeah, imagine losing. Imagine you're all prepped to do BWL, Oni buff and everything on, yeah, and then to die before that. That sucks, dude. Well, most people still go for world buffs, at least for um, the the ones from Anixia. Um, but some some people go all the way and go Daramol and then fell good. Dude, I get so mad if I got killed. If I got killed and lost my buffs, I get so mad. I swear. Yeah. You know, it's worse than that. So we try to get the Anixia buff too anytime we go before. And this last time when we were about to head out, we were head. Um, we were, we went to Morgan's Vigil because there's usually less traffic there, uh, less likely for yep. people to get ganked by Horde, whatever. And so we were sitting on this little rock, and then someone in the raid mentioned that like everyone was getting their Oni buff dispelled, and there was like this level like 50-something no. priest just like sitting down there, and his name was like like I dispel you or something like that. Like his no. name was actually yeah. That's why they made this character is just to dispel people's world buffs. Oh. Oh my god i've never yeah. heard that before that is ridiculous that's so funny yeah. oh my god what an epic troll he's just ruining people's day that is horrible dude mm -hmm. yeah people oh. were mad about it but also like everyone was just like cracking up <laughs> is that, that really what you spent the, the whole time leveling that character to do <laughs> i cannot believe that i can't wait i'm gonna use that on my show dude i cannot wait to tell people that dispelling the oni buff while people are just chilling imagine how mad you'd be oh yeah. god <laughs> i mean like at least when you die like you die all the way it's like oh yeah well you know i i got that but like you're just like you're not paying attention and like this guy's just like sitting down there kill and he's not even level 60 yeah that's <laughs> an epic troll dude epic troll <laughs> holy shit oh god i've been fortunate on the server that i've been playing on um uh being pve it's just so different. Like you can go in and just enjoy the, you know, looking around Blackrock Mountain. So I haven't, uh, I have not experienced the the PVP gank fest. So I don't know. I'm still in two minds about it with the PVP server because I I I do like PVP and I'll always roll a PVP server on on MMOs that I play. In some ways, I'm happy with Classic that I didn't. Um, but then on the other hand, I feel like I've, I've missed out on some of it. So I don't know. I'm still oh. a bit up in the air with it. This this comes back to what I said about uh, the population cap. I think PvP servers should not be as huge as they are um, right now. Oh, I think like a medium point. population PvP server is the perfect server to be on. And uh, it happens that we are on, on one of those. Um, so uh, I think that that's part of the, of the problem. If you have like 10k people on your server, of course, yep. you cannot set foot into Blackrock Mountain. Um, if you have like 5k or 4k, then that's a whole different story. And then you can actually yeah. do something. And it's like one guild or two horde guilds that you face instead of 10 of them. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's something, yeah, that's a really good point in terms of population cap because that's what it does. It does, it goes directly to that on a PvP server. Yeah, not so much PvE, but um, 
but yeah, PVP, man, that's it's funny. That's a... It's funny you use those numbers because we actually just hit like 11k recently, and that's probably why it's so bad for us. <laughs> we're, we're on the most populated NA server, so. Oh, that's is bad. that? Holy shit! So that is the most populated, right? And yeah. what about the? Um... Do you have queues then? You know, it's interesting. So like, we had really terrible queues in the beginning. They were like, you know, 10 plus hours, whatever, like in the for launch day and everything. And then that went like for a while we eventually got rid of them probably i want to say around phase two and we went maybe a month or two without queues and then just recently like yesterday there was like a two-hour queue during prime time and this has been like all week so i think from what i've heard people are actually transferring to white main because they've heard that like we have a good horde to alliance ratio at least compared to other why would you transfer to high or full population server and sit in queue two hours Okay, I think that's a really bad idea too, and I'm also like really annoyed about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Why wouldn't you choose like a medium popular? Okay, so like I know that they're mostly probably moving from like dead servers, and like I, yeah. I get that you would want to do that, but like pick one that is like in the middle, like not the very opposite of your problem, because it introduces all these other issues. So. And then compounds it for people there. Yeah. I just want to put yeah. something out here. Dead servers. There's probably only one on EU side and one on on the US. I don't know about US specifically, but. There are no real dead servers on EU side. There's one um, that has um, a really, really bad alliance horde ratio. So I, I did want to talk about that. Yeah, I did want um, to talk about that. And then you have two which are low population, but they are not dead at all. If you compare it to vanilla population, they are still at least medium population servers back then. So there's no such thing as a dead server in EU, at least, except maybe for the, the one. Um, I think it's Flame Lash, by the way, uh, the one with yes. the horde. Oh, dude, yeah. it's so like it's funny. It's funny, like, but it's like, oh man, this, I don't know if you're, <laughs> if you're, if you're aware. If you were horde, it sucks. I uh, don't know if you're aware of that one, Jamie. But on that, it's an EU server that the the horde uh, alliance, the faction balance is so skewed that the horde have literally taken over Iron Forge. Man, yeah. people are getting oh yeah, getting no. same thing with <laughs> Aaron though in in US. <laughs> We actually have three servers that are that way in the U.S. Um, yeah. that, I saw a video of uh, one on Skaram of like people just like yeah. mobbing anyone who was like hearthing to the Mystic Quarter in Ironforge. Like anytime they would even like start to go out to get yeah, and there's just like like a horde raid waiting for you in Ironforge. <laughs> Like, so oh my god. That, that's oh the first wish, right? Then you can transfer, obviously. And I think Blizzard should do something about it, but they probably aren't going to. Um, I so. But I don't think a low population server really exists. Well, like really, really low dead population population doesn't really exist right now. So I, I think yeah. you should not be afraid of that. And I think it, in that case of like um, where the capital cities are no are not safe anymore. I know they won't do it because it's a change. But in if it wasn't all about this no changes thing, from a law point of view and like even from an RP side of things, if they they could kind of spawn in at just a, a, a group of guards, like a group of you know stormwind backup guards or whatever that's coming and they're patrolling around Ironforge or something now in a situation like that, it would it would totally make sense law wise that it's like we've called for backup because we've got a horde in Ironforge. I mean, it would make sense and everything, but I know they won't do it because of changes. So, so think of everyone who wants to transfer to a full server, think twice. <laughs> life is better mm -hmm. on uh, life is better on the medium pop server. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm actually I'm looking at the Ironforge stats like demographics wise. It looks like we have about three dead servers or close to it, and you guys just have the one. So 
Mm-hmm. I think it just depends oh, really? on what region you're in. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, so you that's know, how it's, can... it's funny. We actually had someone um, that we is from the the countdown community. Um, his yep. name is Axel. He so he's the yep. the GM of a horde guild that was originally on Fairbanks, and um, they transferred to Arcanite Reaper. Um, I don't I don't know if the EU had the same thing, but but for a while in the beginning. Blizzard was offering like the free server transfers from ultra high pop to like these oh, yeah. ones, that, yeah, and it was like a free one. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they did take advantage of that. Their whole guild did. Their whole guild did, and um, it worked out for a while, like I guess a few months. But just recently, they they had to transfer to a different server because like over time, um, more and more would just transfer off, and yeah. it ended up being a dead server. There were only like I think two or three active horde guilds that were raiding on this yeah. it became impossible to play so i think it, it just depends but i th- i think cargos were telling me recently on scarum that when those transfers came out it actually made the, the faction balance worse because like oh. the the <laughs> alliance was sick of getting their dicks kicked in so more of them as soon as it was open they've transferred off which has just compounded the problem again you know exactly oh, that's what if... happened of flame lash it died out or well alliance died out the moment they could transfer so um yeah now oh I wanted to say we we transferred from from Mograin, which is still a full server right now in EU, to Bloodfang. Um, yep. Really happy we did because Mograin has queues, uh, and I I really despise those. If I want to play, I want to be able to play, you know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you say dead servers like three three horde guilds. That's yeah. not a lot, obviously. But yeah. I think. Um, I think it's it, it was an average amount on a medium server in vanilla. I'm not saying oh, it's really? a good amount. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm just saying it's probably it's, an average amount back then. Yeah, back then when people, when when servers were operating off what to a two k to three k population potentially. Yeah, we were on a high population server, and I think we had like five or six decent. Okay, guilds. yeah, so that was uh, that, so. oh five or six decent kills. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so right now, if we just yeah, I suppose we've kind of moved into a. Uh, discussion about the current state of the game, which is totally fine. Um, let's talk about the guilds for a second. So both of you guys are GMs. Um, how's the how's the the guild landscape at the moment um, in terms of players still interested? Are people still engaged? Have you been losing any key players? Um, anything like that you'd like to discuss? A pretty hard time right now. Um, I, I feel like I said this yesterday to a couple of people in the guild. I feel like this is um, between quotes one of the more boring um, parts of vanilla. Uh, okay. The start is really entertaining and, and everyone likes it because it's fresh and stuff. Um, then comes BWL and people are hyped for BWL. But once you're in it and it's not that hard, then people start to um, to drop out, and that's yep. what we really see in the guild. So we lost a lot of members because of dropout. But we also had a large backup, um, so we had a lot yep. of people um, over signing basically each week. Yeah, it, it used to be annoying. Roles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it used to be annoying, but now it's really handy. Uh, thing is, we we still have a few standby raiders right now. Yeah, but it's really hard to find people of certain classes. It's not per se hard to find rogues or mages or uh, warriors, but it's really hard to find warlocks, for example, or druids. Um, yeah. So th- those in particular are the problem. I do think, though, that once AQ, probably not ZG, but once AQ comes out, the drop-off will stop, and I think those people will probably make it to the end. That's my yeah. prediction. I'm not sure it will happen like that. But 
Yeah. And what about you, Jamie, and your guild? Um, I'd say like most of our attrition happened in the first like month of the game. Um, yep. We have a pretty solid raid team that's been here since. Um, so, I mean, we've lost like people here and there. And honestly, like, I think the biggest thing recently has just been the queues. And it's not like they're gone forever. It's more just like people need to adjust to the, you know, the fact that everyone wants to play on White Main now. Um, but overall, like we have a pretty solid comp. We just, I think we just got really lucky with that because, um, you know, we were the... Our guild was made of people that from the countdown community mostly, and so yep. people just kind of like randomly picked what they were playing, and it just happened to be like a really good raid comp. And we have oh really like yeah yeah really strange. Um, so for our progression team, we I, I would say we probably have about six or seven people on the bench, and then we have more um, like just like casual raiders who don't want to be on progression and are willing to wait yep. until we have it on farm and everything. So and and that's why we've been able to split MC but not be WL. So um, I'm just hoping yep. that that continues on into AQ and that we won't have to recruit or anything. I think that um, we might see more of it as the f uh, phases roll out and the raids do get more more difficult. I think we might see more people. I think we're going to see more super guilds, uh, larger guilds rather than uh, smaller ones. I just don't think that with AQ and then Internax that smaller or, or casual guilds are going to be able to progress to that content. So I, I think we might see some more guild mergers and maybe more people who are willing to, to sit on the bench and be a standby raider um to be able to to run some of that content with a you know a really killer team um so i think that might be and for some people that's a really good way to go i want to say i think we both have the benefits of um having some kind of a community online community of which we can um recruit new people yeah uh, i think your guild probably has that that benefit even more because um can't anti classic that's yeah that's where it, it, uh, orig it originates right yeah, yeah. So that's that's a huge community. So um, I think that then it's normal that people that you can you can easily re recruit more people. Um, for the fellowship, it's a lot uh, smaller, but still yep. there is some. It's it's kind of easy to recruit people by just saying on on GMA. Good morning, Azra. Uh, we still yep. need two warlocks, <laughs> and we play a lot of you. Join, come and. That, exactly that people can hear it people yeah. hear it as well yeah so get in touch with Duna Dang lads if we're anybody warlocks out there and uh and druids <laughs> so i think we really have a benefit there which other guilds don't have and um being on bloodfang which is then a medium pop server is probably harder um it's probably harder to find people uh, when you don't have those benefits i guess yeah, I had seen some. Um, I'd seen I'd seen a video. I'd seen some numbers on the uh, the class breakdown across any servers, and it it would come as no surprise to you guys. But it's just an overwhelming majority of warriors and mages. And I guess, yeah. and I mean that's that's people at the moment. Uh, people know what's going to be the best end game DPS, uh, and it's just I can I can imagine that back in in vanilla, it would have been if you look at those numbers. I think it would have been so so different. Uh, it would have been a much more much more variety i think maybe there would have been a lot more, maybe rogues would have been a lot more but i think people like uh, would not have known initially um that how good warriors ended up end game and a lot of people might have got burnt out in that leveling part of them and ditched the warriors to go and play something that was perceived as more fun at the time so uh, it would have been interesting to see the breakdown then compared to now well there were still a lot of warriors though um i think the main difference is the amount of rogues and probably hunters um, yeah I used to look at the census data um, in the old days, but <laughs> it's so long ago. But so I, long I ago remember, to remember. 
Yeah, I remember at least Warriors, Mages, Rogues. They were always on top, and Hunters. I remember a lot of Hunters. Um, yeah. Let's um, let's talk quickly about PvP. I know you enjoy PvP, Jamie. Um, I can't remember with you, Junit. I don't think you really um, get into oh. PvP much. We, yeah, uh, we we played some AB and Wars and Gulch with the Guild the last few days. So. Okay. Why? I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people would agree that PvP in Classic has not been is fun this time round or hasn't been what they expected or it hasn't it has missed the mark a bit I, I i don't know what do you think jamie um so i think that i would agree i mean i never played the original vanilla but yeah. i i'd agree with that just in the fact that like everyone who's serious about this game and like dumping a bunch of time into it like knew the meta going into it and so as we're like like it's funny because every time these battlegrounds are introduced like they're fine for the first few weeks like queuing in pugs is fine like it's pretty even alliance and horde but then as time goes along and it just gets to people that are ranking um this this meta emerges where it's just a bunch of people that are in like pvp specs pvp gear like their whole comp is actually like predetermined and like they're just like steamrolling through all these pugs and like you can't even queue anymore i mean i don't know if it's the same on the eu servers but yeah um it it, it's it's really bad. It's just like everyone knows the meta and everyone just like follows it like a zombie, and it's it just yep. it's it's not very fun. No, and yeah, no, that's totally true. And then the other thing with classic is it doesn't um, it, it, respecking is not easy. It's expensive, um, and it's and it's tight. Like it's it's just, it's not straightforward to do it. So it's a pain in the ass to actually respec in terms of um, in terms of talents and and gear and stuff like that. So. Um, it's it's not really viable to to swap into to you know PvP and then to go back to a race back. I'm sure there are yeah. some people do it, but it's expensive. It is so counterintuitive to me that like to do really well in PvP, you need all this raid gear, but like you you don't get this. I mean, like you get really good PvP gear if you're like rank you know 14 or whatever. But in yep. general, like you have to raid to be able to PvP, and PvP. I just think that's really dumb. Like in the, yeah. in the expansions after that, like I I never had to raid. I could just get everything through like my gladiator gear. Um, so I, it's agreed. And that was how I in other game other MMOs as well. That was how I would gear up Endgame was through PvP gear. And yeah, it used to be it was you know a tier below Endgame PVE gear, but it was always enough to get you a spot doing um, Endgame content. And that was how I that was how I liked to do it. Um, but it's yeah, that's one of the things. It's like you said, it's 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 counterintuitive to uh, to have and to raid to PvP. Exactly, and then to have you like respec in between that and spend all this money that you can't actually go between them seamlessly, but they like expect you to. It's just really strange. Yeah, mm. agree. Uh, kinda agree. I think the, in BC, certain classes still had to go um, in raids to get trinkets and stuff. I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I kind of like uh, the BC way where you have the hybrid thing, where you still have to raid to have the best trinkets and stuff to perform well yeah. in PvP. Um, I feel like the game is sometimes overbalanced and is a little bit too much towards fair competition and stuff, while the idea should be it's an open world and I try to progress and how can I be the best if I do both PvE and PvP content and then yeah. I will have um, the the nice show of gear and show everyone what I I'm capable of, basically spend yeah. the most time in from everyone in the game. But that's an MMO, so I I don't really think it should be totally separated. Um, yeah, resilience gear is something that separates it, right? And I'm not sure if yes. I like it or not. 
so uh, I'm kind of in the middle on this. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, for the longest time, I didn't think we were going to get Burning Crusade, but I think it's becoming increasingly more likely that we are. So um, I don't know. I'm. I was kind of into this. I was in this deal big time for for classic vanilla. That was what I wanted. I wasn't really. I'm not super hyped about the other expansions. I wasn't even sure. I often thought if TBC comes out, would I even play it? I'm getting. I am getting a bit more Burning Crusade hype now um, for you know PvP and some of the other things I hadn't considered. And then yeah, you know, more, a bit more variety in terms of. Um, more specs becoming viable so it'll be interesting to see i'm not as i'm definitely not as hyped for bc as i was for classic um and i remember speaking to you before jamie and you had said um that you were mainly you were here for for classic and once it's done that's kind of it for you do you still feel that way or have you got some some burning crusade hype no oh, I, I would not quit after classic um i mean yeah. i would rather just skip from classic to to uh wrath but wrath to be <laughs> whatever yeah. like i guess we could do that too if you guys want <laughs> Um, I mean, like, I'm really excited for arenas. I think that's the one thing that, um, like, Classic has been really fun. It's been a great experience, but that's, like, a big hole in the game, is that there, there's it's, no arenas. Yeah, I, I agree. The, yeah. Now, would, would it solve something if we had traded Battlegrounds, for example? Yeah. Uh, you know, I actually think it would, because it would separate the, the tryhards from the yeah. pugs, and it would actually make it, like, a more fun landscape for people that are just, like, randomly queuing versus, like, you know optimizing their spec and gear and mm -hmm. comp and everything else um, and using like 10,000 consumables against pugs <laughs> they should be separated into a different pool where they can rank so. and have fun there yeah and it would be more of a challenge for them too like it's it's it can't be fun to steamroll people like that right like mm -hmm. no i agree and i did in retail i used to do a lot of twink pvp so like 19 twinks was a really really fun bracket to play in and back then they basically anybody who was and I think they still do it now. If you had XP locked at 19 and you were basically a twink, you got put into a different queue. So it was twink on twink PVP and it ended up being like a really fun thing. So it's instead of just, instead, I think occasionally you would get, they would fill it out maybe and you'd get some some normal, like some normies in there. But I mean, if you had a 19 twink and like a level 11 or 12, like dude, just a random dude had queued, you would just genuinely one shot and one ability kill. I mean, it was it was insanity. But when it was uh, Twinks on Twinks, it was um, super balanced and enjoyable, like in a really basic way. So, um, so yeah, that's my point on that. Um, to come back to TBC, I'm actually really, really hyped for it. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I really like Classic, but I really like TBC too, I think those two are my favorites and then from then on it, it's kind of going downhill even though i like red um i, I really prefer vanilla and tbc yeah uh, but there's a lot of on tbc that's really interesting especially the class design and also yeah the addition of arena obviously um yeah. i know a lot more about tbc because i i rated all raids except for sunwall so that's something that makes it a little bit less legendary i guess but i'm really hyped to see all the all the classes become all the specs become uh, good or viable um to use that word and i yeah, think I just um, like it yeah i think arenas dude tbc with the with the current player base and the community i think arenas would be huge i think it'd be huge i think it'd be awesome i think there'd be so many people doing it and i think you'd see some really sick stream content and clips and just 
I don't know. I think it has potential to be ripped, to be fucking awesome. That's, I'm, now, I'm is, super is it, is it really good stream content, though? Um, people thought Battlegrounds would be good stream content, and no, no one no, is looking at that. And Arena is, is even harder to follow, because in Battlegrounds you can still see uh, who's ahead um, with yeah. capturing yeah. points or, or flags. I don't know if I'd agree with that because the arenas have a better ranking system, so you can actually get like skill. This is what I'm saying. Like, it's you're steamrolling them against like in these streams where they're doing battlegrounds or yep. whatever. But if it's an arena team and they're ranked, you know, 2500 or whatever, and they're facing other 2500 teams, like that's something people want to watch. No one wants think, to watch yeah. people get get smashed, like because they're yeah, not competition. Uh, so. I guess so. But it, one of the problems with with uh, arena tournaments, Blizzard arena tournaments, is it's really hard for the viewers to actually see what's going on. Uh, to follow what's true. going on, yeah. which is why it's made it difficult from an esport point of view, isn't it? To mm -hmm. um, it makes it difficult to watch. But, um, but oh, I still God, I still... still watch two v two sometimes on Twitch. Uh, so I guess two v two is easier to watch. That's probably yeah. a good point. That like the people that are interested in arena are probably the ones that are like super into the higher brackets. It's just not a big as big of a player base that um, it's more of a niche. So yeah, I think it'll be huge though this time around if we do get TBC. Um, now the only other thing is, um, what do you guys think? Now obviously we're dealing with this the COVID situation, which is just huge worldwide, um, and I guess it's everything is being affected. And I think Blizzard and the game are going to be affected in in some ways. I mean, maybe not the classic content rollout um, because I think that's probably a lot of the hard work has been done for it. They're probably sitting on that, just waiting. But things like Shadowlands and some of that big, I mean, the, the big development stuff, a lot of that is going to be, it's got to be delayed without a doubt, I think. Um, maybe a lack of BlizzCon this year too. What do you guys think? We're going to see some effects from COVID. Yeah, I was just I was just talking to my guild this week about the possibility of them um, canceling BlizzCon, which is very sad because we were planning on having a guild meet up there this year. So I guess we'll see. But um, yeah, I guess I it's probably more likely than not that they will cancel it just out of yeah. uh, an abundance of caution. Um, they, I mean, they might push back the release of Shadowlands. Like, I could see that happening. But yeah, definitely. It's November though, BlizzCon, isn't it? Uh, November. I, yeah. I would hope yeah. that by November things are better i would hope so it's just that it's such a big convention that i could see them i don't know also yeah. california is really stringent about it like we were one of the i actually live in california um yeah. so we were one of the first states to crack down on like large gatherings um and it's yeah. an order for at the state level so um i wouldn't be surprised if it just was like not even allowed yeah, I mean, the other thing I think logistically for people is it's so difficult for anybody, if you're planning things from people interstate and then international, to try and make any plans or arrangements for that now, which a lot of people would be um, for flights and accommodation, things like that. It's just it's just impossible to try to do anything to consider any of it or, or do that. So I think even if this deal gets wrapped up, like if COVID is 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 sort of is contained and sorted out by, say, August or, or September, it's probably, I, I don't know, I think it might be a bit of a scramble to organize an event that size and, uh, I don't know, and for, for people to arrange to be there, they might, yeah, they might um, sort of just can. I'm, I'm personally, I'm just considering everything this year is going, it's just going to be canceled just for the duration of the year, dude. Yeah, I don't I don't know about canceled. It's probably going to go virtual only, but I could also see them just scaling it down to allow, yeah. like, less people there. So it could go either way. Okay, so there's some op in-between options perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Um, Luckily, I've been planning to go um, 
the year after, so 21 is the year that we're I'm sort of planning to try and meet some people and do that. So I think that's definitely going to be a better year than doing anything this year. We were so hoping that, that they were gonna uh, they were gonna announce something about TBC Classic at this BlizzCon, right? Like that's that's probably when they would if they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what we were expecting. So I guess we'll see. I think it's 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 entirely possible that TBC is already in, well, it's probably already in the making, and maybe they can work from home. I don't know, but um, thing is, I I hope uh, that this COVID thing isn't an annual thing because it's kind of unclear right now. Um, I've just literally had some hot news come across the desk here. Thanks to Ailey's just messaged me. Um, an article on Wowhead, which I'll send to you guys after this. Um, actually, I will send it right now. Um, and it is super relevant to what we're talking about because it is titled uh, Classic Burning Crusade Character Creation Survey Sent by Blizzard. So it's looking increasingly what? more likely. <laughs> here we go. Check those links out. Um, so they haven't officially announced TBC yet, but they're cons- they are considering the option as they're asking players how they would level on such a server. Oh, um, so I, have to, okay. I have to share yeah. this with my guild right now. <laughs> asking, let's see. So continue playing my current classic character on my existing server as it progresses yeah. to Burning Crusade. Okay, cool. So all and the options is, we, we talked about are uh, in This here. is literally what we've talked about, isn't and, it, dude? This is... Yeah. This is <laughs> You know, it's funny, Indeed. my guild has been talking about this for the last half hour, apparently, and just missed it. <laughs> oh, you just missed it because we've been doing yeah. this? Oh, yeah. shit, we missed out. We've been here in our little podcast bubble, but it's, it's so funny that this has dropped right whenever we're here. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we talked about these options of how you would do it. It's, it's you know, uh, similar to a PTR, you'd do a comp, like a, a option to transfer, um, you know, yeah, so I'll just read it out for the, for the, for the podcast. Uh, so this, the survey has asked players, would they prefer... Um, to approach a new character in uh, classic Burning Crusade with the following options. Continue playing my current classic character on an existing server as it progresses to the BC expansion um, with the option to transfer to a classic server that will never progress past 60, start a brand new character at level 58 on a Burning Crusade server, or start a brand new character from level one on a BC server. So, Or continue playing my classic character on a server that will never progress past 60. Um, so it will be super interesting because those are things that we've talked about. Um, I didn't think we would have a situation where they would force uh, where they would force Burning Crusade onto people and not keep classic servers going. Um, but it will be it will be interesting. I don't know what I would do. I think I don't know if I would start again and level in BC. I think I would just take a, the 58 um, option. I think if it was me, I kind of like progressing the character that I have. Um, yeah. But if if you have to make a new class that you don't have, I, I kind of like starting from level one instead. I think the starting from level fifty eight is kind of non bliss like and cheating in a yeah. way. So the um, only other thing though, Dan, do you think it's because because classic is that special? It's this it's this you know special little piece of history. Uh, it's like a, an art piece or a museum. Um, do you think it would be sad in some way to take like your character this time around that we're all attached to in uh, classic in some ways i feel like they should stay there though you know what i mean i just feel like they should stay in that classic world i think it would be a shame to move your main your main tune onto onto burning crusade i don't know everyone's different uh i just when i look at those options they gave here the first one seems okay yep so uh, with the option to transfer to a classic server, 
Yeah, so you continue playing that tune. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I really don't. I think I would lock. I think I would keep my tune, my actual paladin that I leveled in classic. I think I would keep her at sixty in a classic server, and I, I don't know. I think I would maybe start. I don't know. Maybe start again, but I guess Burning Crusade. You're still leveling back through the that same content that we've just done. Um, Cargos did tell me that it levels. It's at a much faster rate that you level, um, and things. It's it's definitely it sort of supercharges the leveling experience a little bit. So um, I don't know. It'll, it's interesting to think. I actually haven't even made my own mind up yet. This is actually something that we discussed a lot in the countdown community when we were waiting that like first year and a half or whatever yeah. before it was actually released. This is one of those like what if scenarios, yeah. and like it's just it's crazy that they're actually considering keeping classic servers to me because I feel like that's just gonna fracture the community but also like after seeing the way the classic rolled out and like the fact that we have queues on our server like maybe it is viable to have a separate classic versus bc population yeah. i don't know but like cargo it's said tough. also as long as there's one active classic server that's basically enough uh, you only need one server it's like their own little um yeah. they are all their own little communities in a way so um, it's not that we we are connected with people from other servers right now. I'm connected with people from Bloodfang, Bloodfang, and that's basically basically it as far as the game goes. And then we that's we fine. can talk of this about the same game, obviously. But I guess if there's one, but logistically that just seems really ugly when they start like everyone transfers to the BC servers and they have to start merging the classic servers together and all of the yeah. economies just like fall on top of each other that just seems so like not enjoyable to me that's true that's true so. i would rather say make a fresh classic and remove the old one and transfer those to burning crusade but that's that's my personal thing and it might sound selfish for people who actually want to stay in the 1.12 version of the game so yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's oh, this is so. This is interesting because I didn't think that this was going to. I, honestly, I didn't think this was going to happen. Um, I really didn't think we were going to get it. And the way that they're talking about it, they're talking about the, the definitely the thing I didn't think was going to happen, which was to keep classic servers or a bunch of them or whatever they're going to do have Burning Crusade and retail. And if they're doing this with BC, then the, the chances are they are going to do it with Wrath. And it seems crazy to me to think that we are going to have four versions of the game we're gonna have classic bc wrath and retail and i mean in some ways like i think eventually like you said if the servers are all consolidated or it's a new server or something it eventually could be neat and tidy and it would condense the classic community down to one server but as it stands now if you think about the amount of servers across all realms and the different attitudes and play styles and stuff i don't know communities economies and just to kind of throw all those people together i just it, it seems really really messy and weird um it would also i would think it have it would have to be two for pvp and pve um yeah but i'm kind of wondering as i look at these options like do you guys think that they ordered them in order of like what they're thinking of doing like number one is their first option that they're probably going to actually do and then as it goes along like, that's what i'm hoping because i want the first option <laughs> yeah i know as it yeah so literally that your serve that that server everything so which i and i totally get that I think that probably is the best option, Jamie, because what it will be is the guild, everybody stays together. It's the same way that it rolled out previously. And that, so that makes a lot of sense. They've already done it before. You've okay, so just progressed into let's Burning vote. Crusade. 
let's vote option one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll all, everybody, everybody well, listening, like, vote option one, please. Yeah. yeah. Well, as you go through these options, like it goes from like viable to like sensible. Like it just, it just makes sense to me that like they would are considering them in this order because like the last one sounds great, but it just doesn't seem like logistically feasible to me but so. yeah the, the middle ones are rare a, a, a bit strange i think Stran, yeah start a brand new character from 58 should never be an option in my well, okay opinion. i mean that that makes sense though because it's not really fair for like people who want to have like shamans or paladins on the other faction um and they're just like starting way behind um, oh. okay but have they, they have new leveling zones so do you just keep out on on those new brand new leveling zones and then the other thing is they don't want to force people, they don't want to force the entire player base to go back to level one uh, and start again because then you're setting the precedent to have to do that again in Wrath. And it makes but it different. From, well, all from level one is not a good idea, but all yep. from level 58 is not a good idea either. either I, would just, I would just keep those two and, and go to first and then give the option to start at a level one character. This is so interesting that this has dropped right when we're here to talk about BWL. <laughs> um, if, if you guys have still Very got time, I'd love, I'd love to chat about a few more things if you guys have still got time. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, awesome. I know it's getting late for you doing, so I appreciate this. No, it's um, not a problem. It's Corona time. So. <laughs> yeah, this is true. There's not, not much teaching going on, dude. Um, can, I, can I just say like one more thing? Yes, I feel, go ahead. I, I feel for the people that have been like leveling... Um, like shamans and paladins on different servers expecting to be able to transfer them because you know that they had like the character and race transfer or not character faction yeah. transfers um that were added in wrath and some people were are kind of like working on the assumption that they're going to be able to do that for burning crusade which doesn't i mean i could see that being possible but they're just well, like trying to do it out of like an abundance of preparation but it looks like from here that's not going to be an option probably the big thing i wanted to talk to you guys about and i've mentioned this a few times on the show recently is the monetization of it. So where is the monetization coming? Because I think um, in terms of if you, if you take Burning Crusade, right, if we go into it the same way now, it's under the same subscription, which is most likely under the same subscription, they're probably not going to charge for it. Uh, we're not going to have to, there's no box price, no additional subscription fee. And there was no real, there was no cash shop. There was more, probably more services, game services available in Burning Crusade, but still no kind of cash shop as such or wow token or anything so i really i wonder where it, the the monetization is coming from and i guess the only thing from a business point of view is is retention isn't it it would just be retaining the player retaining those current subscri subscribers wouldn't it be i think so i think their the quarterly earning statement kind of spoke to how well classic is helping them so yeah. i could i could see that that their monetization is literally just subscriptions that they're getting from yeah. classic and uh, TBC classic and they and they want to keep those because I mean I guess there is some PvP players out there who may not be playing classic but we're, have been waiting for BC that probably could be a small group of people well it's a small group small percentage of people waiting for this to come out who will who will be new subscribers um, but for the most part like people like me they've already got me like they're not going to make this content is awesome but it's not going to make any more money out of me because I've been paying a retail subscription for years anyway so. It, it, it doesn't help them get any more money out of me. In fact, it probably gets them less because if I was paying retail, then sometimes I'd buy a t WoW token and shit out of laziness. Um, so I don't know. That's But maybe I'm maybe I'm the minority and maybe there are people who would, uh, once once Classic is done and we were in that end game state, that would drop their subscription and have no interest in, in playing retail. So maybe, maybe that is the big thing. 
I mean, I, I would fit into that category. I'm not playing retail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with if Classic, after you were done your journey with Classic, if there was no TBC and you'd been raiding in that post-NAX environment, eventually you would just um, would just cancel your subs, so they would lose you. So you'd be one of those people, I guess. Most as likely. To, I mean, yeah. it is possible that they'll fix the problems in retail that I see, but it's just such a different game now that I, I don't know if they can. Whereas if they do, for you, for example, Jamie, if they do Burning Crusade, um, and then roll into Wrath. They, you could be talking about two, three, four years more of of your subscriber of you keeping your subscribe subscription, wouldn't it be potentially? Yeah, sure. mm -hmm. Oh would you, man, would you play up to Mist of Pandaria if they did it? I no. love Mist. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's got to stop at Wrath. The boys, it's got to stop at Wrath. Seriously, it I would has probably to. play up to Mist if they did it. If they did it good, uh, that is, because um, if they do the same thing as they did with Vanilla and make it really easy in one point twelve state, so what would it be? Yeah. Easy two point four, I guess. Yeah. Um, that takes away part of the fun. I would still play BC and Wrath of the Lich King, but. They would have to uh, step it up then if they want me to play Cataclysm and Panda. Now, the, the only thing that, sorry, Jamie, the only thing I think that sucks about this now, right, is that we are so, uh, we, I, we're still so early in Classic's life cycle that this is already, it's generating, it's just, I can only imagine the Discord's going to be lighting up, it's going to be generating a ton of hype. People are already going to be looking at and thinking about Burning Crusade. Um, true, and true. I don't like the fact that it's we're looking just so far forward. It's like there's still so much um, hot content coming out in classic, and I really would have liked I really would have liked them to hold on something like this um, for a little bit longer to make sure that people are I don't know just stay focused on on classic and think about that rather than if everybody knows now that we're going into Burning Crusade, um, it, it may end up, you know trivializing or minimizing some of that end game content being next, you know, and the, the other, just one final point for you guys jump in is um, I really, I have concerns. I'd love to see Nax. We exist in a, in a, a post Nax classic environment for a good amount of time before burning crusade comes out. I think that's super important because last time I don't think it was, uh, it was real long before, um, before burning crusade come out. I'd, I really hope that there's enough time for, everyone to get a good shot at it and for the for, for gills to progress through i think that's super important how they time this deal um i think last time there was quite a lot of time i think just many guilds didn't progress into next because they okay. were still stuck in bwl or aq yeah um, i might be wrong but i think it was six months okay uh, yeah I'm not sure. sure what the timing is on it. My understanding is that like it was not a lot of time between the release of Nax and the release of TBC because people because it had already been announced, and so people yeah. were just like looking forward to that. So I mean, like it would be like accurate to the original vanilla for them to do that, <laughs> and I know, to, but to then... rush through the Nax patch, which like I don't I don't want them to do that either. But just yeah. according to what has already happened, like I could see that happening too. Which really oh man, I really hope that doesn't happen because I just yeah, yeah it's, it's like you know it's it happens all the time. I think. A blizzard and i think the player base are bad for it that it's like i remember when some of the retail patches have just come out recently and it's like eight three had just dropped and people like this guy's doing videos about nine oh like nine oh speculation it's like guys just deal with what we've got right now and it's the same thing we've got so much content coming up 
uh, including Nax, which is like one of the most legendary things. And now it's, you know, there's going to be a lot of hype and a lot of chatter for, uh, for Burning Crusade. So I don't know. It's 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 so weird. It's interesting. So I actually looked it up. Nax released in end of June in 2006. Yeah. And the Burning Crusades released uh, mid January of 2007. Oh, shit, so, so okay. six, over six months, yeah. 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 Um, Interesting. That's not how people talk about it. It's so funny. Plenty. I think if, if they do it six months now, that, that should be should be plenty. Um, do you think so? I yeah, you're probably so, yeah. right, actually. Yeah, because if you think about it, how long has the game even... It seems like such a long time since launch. So we've been out now, what, yeah, nine, eight, eight, eight months. Well, yeah. with the way that people have been like steamrolling through com through content because of all the theory crafting that's out, I would almost think that six months would be too long. Like, because people are you know clearing these raids in the first twenty four hours. So, oh God, maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe everything I said was wrong. Um, also, yeah. go fully blitz like and make it really short, and so no one has next gear, and no one saw it when the Burning Crusade launches. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Then people go back in Burning Crusade gear. And although having said that, I did speak to someone who said that the difficulty of Nax was just not to be um, overstated at all. And that people were going back in Burning Crusade gear or people going back at 70 and you still had to have your game face on even at 70 doing Nax, dude. So um, I don't know, maybe that'll be a way to play it on a little bit of an easier difficulty level. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's exciting times ahead, seriously. Mm -hmm. I think the most exciting part of, of Classic is yet to come, um, apart from launch, which was probably the highlight. The AQ event, dude. I'm so hyped for the AQ event. That's definitely something I'm really hyped for. And it's another one of those things that some some servers are going to struggle with the war effort. I've talked about this recently. If you're on a faction, um, fac bad faction balance server, it's going to be uh, it's going to be difficult for the war effort. Um, so one so... of the things I, I, I wonder... Bloodfang is medium, like I said, so would that make it possible for one of our guildies to actually go for that um, Anchorage Black Battle Mount? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would probably be possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to be a Scarab Lord, holy shit. If you're in, at one of those really high population servers, there's, there's no way in hell that you will ever make it, but... I think we might actually have a chance. Maybe possible, guys. Yeah, that that really interests me. Probably not personal, but just personally, but just uh, to see it in the guild would be cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Awesome. Um, did you have anything else to add, Jamie? Before we wrap this uh, wrap this little deal up. I don't think so. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that turned out was quite uh, quite fortunate. We got that news. So thanks to Ale for um, for sending that to me right when we're doing this. Um, and to you guys, thank you so much for uh, for joining. It's always good to talk to you guys again. And um, yeah, we covered a few things. We covered BWL, we covered TBC. It was kind of almost a, a little state of the game update that we had here. So um, yeah, yeah. so that's, that's <laughs> really cool. Um, so yeah, many thanks. And um, okay, let's do, before we, before we tie it off, let's just do quickly um, where people can find you and we'll do some shout outs. So uh, ladies first, Jamie, where can people find you online? And feel free to shout out Gildies, friends, content, anything you like. Um, you, do you mean in game or like online in general? Oh, just in general. Anything you want to promote, plug. You got a Twitter, um, anything like that. Okay. Um, oh, I'm an illustrator, so JamieDraws.com. Um, nice. A fantasy illustration, but um, in game we're on White Main. Um, I'm Jammers. Just look up Lion Face. We're a pretty big guild on the server, so yeah, we'd always Excellent. Work with members. Excellent. Do you um, 
do people like can people commission art from you jamie yeah i'm actually doing a book cover right now oh that's badass yeah awesome yeah. do you do any wow stuff do people ask you for wow stuff <laughs> i've done a like a few wow pieces i don't i don't get paid for those though so. <laughs> oh okay yeah no that's good yeah no that's yeah. awesome jamiedraws.com check it out i'll put a link in the show notes as well um and dunadane where can uh, where can people find you and your content yeah first uh, before we go to my content i want to say um i really really like your podcast a lot um oh, since, thank you. yeah I, I really i really do it's one of the only podcasts i actually la- uh, listen to um since countdown the classic um yes. actually yeah, they, they stopped so that's a shame but um yeah. there are plenty of podcasts around but there's only a couple that i that i keep listening to and keep coming back to and you're one of those I, I, <laughs> so keep doing no. what you're doing yeah. i want to say thank you thank you so um, much Anyway, you can find my stuff, which is mostly Good Morning Azeroth, um, on my YouTube channel or on Cargo's YouTube channel. If you want the unedited version, my channel is usually uh, edited, so um, you start yeah. where you're, you're supposed to start. That would be on, uh, if you just type in YouTube, Dunedain, um, yeah. and then put wow or something, uh, you'll find me. And recently, I, I started streaming on twitch um only three days ago so it's it's not nothing big i'm gonna Um, do a follow right now that would be amazing and my twitch is dunadine 77 so um i only have like 50 followers but that's a good start i guess in three days or four days i don't know yeah well you're now 53 dude oh thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing i will probably stream daily or um, every yep. two days in Corona times, into the COVID times, <laughs> definitely, dude. Holy shit! Um, and you were on um, Blood uh, in you. Yep. Um, so the fellowship is an alliance guild here, and yeah, like I said, we still need a warlock and probably a druid. Uh, maybe two warlocks depends a bit. There we go, guys. Get in touch with Dunedain there if you can help out and fill those uh, fill those those guild spots um awesome absolutely awesome but yeah gma the guys do a great job over there so uh, so check that out as well oh um, by the way next hmm. week we it's no con it, it's actually a coincidence we planned next week to do a, a burning crusade special for gma so, oh wow that's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be hot boys there's gonna be some fire getting dropped in that show so look forward to that definitely um awesome um yeah so me um twitter at people of Azeroth one email people of Azeroth podcast at gmail.com twitch.tv slash Juno Eclipse, patreon.com slash people of Azeroth. Um, anyway, you can find your podcast, obviously, as you have found this one. And you can see me streaming. We're still doing the hardcore challenge. It's still fun. We've got the hardcore challenge coming up at the Community Cup, in fact, tomorrow. Um, so that's going to be super exciting. I'm still doing the duos. I'm doing a little bit of retail because um, we wanted to do some arena pvp um practice uh, in retail before burning crusade drops so we're going to get that popping as well and um and you can find me in the discords links will be in the show notes for everything there massive thanks again to duna dana jamie much appreciated and i hope to uh, to chat to you guys again soon happy to be back hope thanks. so too that was a pleasure